Today on Krina and Kirsten Get to Work, we're discussing what language does your body speak to you? Welcome to Krina and Kirsten Get to Work. I'm Krina Hoyer. I'm Kirsten Barron. And we are so happy you have joined us today. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Episode number 41. Crazy. Loving it. Loving every minute of it, Kirsten. It is fun. It is fun. Gosh darn it. And hopefully people are getting something out of it. I think they are. (laughs) My God, that was such a... I actually woke up to an adoring fan sending both of us love for our podcast. Wasn't that sweet? Oh, I love those. Thanks, Deb. Thanks, Thanks, Deb. That made my day. Speaking of days, how is yours going? You know, my day is actually pretty excellent, frankly, because I'm here with you talking about this interesting stuff about what language does my body talk to me? I know. I love that title, too. I do, too. Yeah, and we're kind of on the cusp of the end of summer. Ooh, we are on the cusp of the end of summer. And honestly, I did spend some time today talking with clients about the fall and workers who aren't going to be able to come back to work full time or any time because they're going to be educating their kids at home because the schools are closed. Yeah, what are your kids doing? I know. Oh, man, a Shevitz. I don't even know yet. They just need to be, you know, their night sky is 19. I mean, yeah. the big kids, the big kids, haha, ha, who were, you know, 24 and 22, <laughs> they live in Seattle together, but their sky is 19. And he's like, Mama, I love you, but I have got to get out of this house. Yeah. So he's going to be doing something. Yeah, you know, my eldest moved out a while ago, too, mm-hmm. for that same reason, out of sheer love for me. <laughs> but I have, I have this kid going into ninth grade. Oh, bless his heart. Yeah, just trying to figure that whole thing yeah. out, which, you know, honestly, it's really forced me to make some different decisions, be, knowing that I'm going to be supporting him mm-hmm. at home and trying to figure out school. And, you know, I don't want to take on way too much until we get a rhythm, which then leads me to why I'm so excited for the show that we're going to release two weeks from today mm-hmm. about mom bias. And that's really kind of what prompted that show is just this recognition that come fall, which is we're just at the cusp of, we're going to have primarily women educating children at home because most, if not all, schools are closed. Yeah, and we'll get dig into this we'll more into in two this. two weeks. Stay tuned, friends. Stay tuned, especially because you Mom know bias in the workplace. So as much as I'm excited about our next show, I think we should probably talk about this show. Yeah, you think? And I want you to know before we started taping, I raised my arms in the air above my head with all my force and might, and I held it in my power pose to prepare for this show. I love that you did this because it reminded me of the impetus for this entire show, Mm -hmm. which was I was sitting around with a couple of my other friends, not me, six feet apart, actually probably 10 feet apart outside. I'm sure I was invited. You were, yes. And you couldn't. You were stuck in Seattle. Anyway, one of my friends asked me about some advice about how to kind of prepare for meetings where she kind of wasn't feeling as successful as she wanted to be. And in fact, kind of her body was sweaty. Yeah, she, yeah, exactly. She just wasn't Had some body flushed face. Yeah, yeah just wasn't really showing so up in the way that she wanted to. And she's like, I know what I want to say. I'm totally confident. You know, I'm engaging in these conversations. And then she's well prepared. Yes, she's totally well prepared. And her body almost sabotages. Yes, yes, her body is sabotaging. She's like, how do I deal with that? And I said, Oh, dear God, I have the trick. I have the solution. It's the power pose, the power pose. So funny. Right. So I helped her understand what many, many people I think now know, because I got my information from the second most watched TED Talk by Amy Cuddy. Cuddy. 
video. But what I was able to share with her is that if you stand in a power pose, which is either kind of feet spread apart, hands on your hips, a Wonder Woman pose, I like to call it, or hands behind your head, feet up on the desk mm-hmm. if you're sitting. If you do that for two minutes before you're in some sort of stressful situation, it actually increases your testosterone and reduces your cortisol and kind of tricks your body into not sabotaging you in that way. And the same is true for the winner's pose, arms yes. above head and celebration. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, I got the text message. I- it worked. And uh, yeah, her body actually didn't deceive her for the first time in a very, very long time. I mean, this is somebody who actually buys clothes specifically to kind of hide the things that are happening. The hide, sabotage at her body. Yeah, hide, hide the flushing or whatnot. Interesting. And, uh, it didn't have to and do it. And it worked. It worked. It is so, this is why this show is so fascinating. We can actually use our own body language to talk to ourselves. Yeah. Which is totally different way of thinking about body language. We spend all of our time thinking about how our body language communicates whatever it is, 98% or something of the information we have to communicate to somebody else. We've talked on this show quite a bit about how Zoom is so difficult because you're missing so much body language. Mm -hmm. But this episode is completely different. It's absolutely internal. It's not about what anybody thinks about your body language or hears or perceives or what you're communicating except to yourself. Yes, which I I just love that too. I love that. It's so perfect. And... It's an entire body of research, mm-hmm. you know. Which say the fancy name, Krina. Uh, okay, it's embodied cognition. Isn't that a fascinating field of study? We're talking about embodied cognition. That's what we're talking about today. Your body and your brain. It, how they talk to each other and how they influence. Okay, so power pose is one of them, and certainly I want to talk. We want to talk a little bit more about that. But there's a whole bunch of other things that we can do to change the way our brains work, mm-hmm. and I think especially. This is especially relevant for women because many of the things that we will learn about are not necessarily kind of the socially acceptable female body. They're more likely male associated behaviors, physical actions than they are female. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to start hacking our brains for sure. Let's talk about the beginning of Amy Cuddy's TED Talk, which we'll put a link to in our show notes. But it was so interesting. The thing that she said that really caught my attention is that even a blind person who has never seen the quote unquote winner's pose with your hands above your head in celebration, you see it by Olympic athletes, they run across the finish line, their hands go in the air, their chin is lifted, their head is thrown back. Even a blind person who has never seen that pose will do that pose if they win. Yes. This is like so deeply in our DNA. Yeah. Animals get big, bears get big, gorillas get big. And then conversely, if you're trying to hide or protect yourself, you get small. Mm-hmm. And one of the my big takeaways from her TED Talk is get big. Yeah. Get big. Get big. It changes the way mm-hmm. that you think. I love the fact that somebody blind is running across the finish line out, like stretching out their hands, fully extended in all of their glory Mm -hmm. and power. Mm -hmm. And when we see that, we read it as such. And I guess this is kind of back to what we originally talked about earlier, which is body language does have an impact on other people. And when we see that 
the person who, you know, across the finish line and they hold up their arms, we know that they are feeling like they are rocking it. Like we can read that one mm-hmm, immediately. Mm-hmm. I found in Amy's talk that there were some other examples of things that we read immediately and others that were astounding to me. One of the studies that she referenced was when it was about the use of the power pose and how that <laughs> this was her. You're talking, Karina, about the experiment that she did. Yes. Where she had subjects, for lack of a better word, do the power pose before they went into an interview. Yes. And in the interview, the judges were not to give any response, any reaction at all, completely deadpan, yeah. right? Is yes. What- and the people who were being interviewed, were, it was a high-stress situation. So it was right, something because that- nobody's responding to and, you. And they really wanted it. Okay, so you got a bunch of people who are going into an interview of something that they really, 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 really want. And half of them were told to go do a power pose for two minutes before they went in the interview, and the other half were told to do the opposite. If you can think about that, like you're saying, it's not the get strong. Cozy in. It's the cozy in, grab your you know, mm-hmm. uh, belly cross or whatever, your cross your elbows. And then they went into the interviews. Okay, fast forward. Then she took videotapes of all of these interviews and had judges decide who was going to get the job. Yeah, right? but yeah. only watching them. Mm-hmm. So they didn't listen to the answers. They only looked There's at the no resume language yeah. uh-huh. of the people who were answering these questions. And 100% of the people who had done the power pose were recommended for the job. And 100% of the people who did the other one were seen to not be qualified. So something happened because of the physical exercise of doing the power pose before this really stressful situation. Yes. So the body told the brain, we're on. We're on. And we're we're here. And we're rocking it. Game on. And then that translated to somebody else observing the situation. Just like Apparently, physicians, there was another study that mm-hmm. people, what was that? You're the one, I think you saw that. I really like this one. I always tell, actually, I tell my doctor clients this. And they had a subjects, again, view videotapes of physicians with their patients. No sound, just watching. And the viewers, subjects, were able to tell with a very high degree of certainty who, which of those physicians would be sued. So they would tape some point at career. some point in their career because, and here's what it is. It sounds weird, but it's like the physicians that have the better relationships with their patients don't get sued. Even if something goes wrong, if you have a good relationship with your patient, very, it's not likely that you get sued. Sure. But if you're not quote unquote nice and engaged with your patient, much more likely to get sued. And that's what people saw. So how we come into a situation really affects our results. Okay. It's so crazy to me. I mean, I get it. Like if I'm, if you're talking to me, my arms are closed and I'm scowling, that's body language that I'm saying to you, I don't really like you. But the fact that you're telling your own brain these same things is so wild. It's so wonderful. If those physicians had just, you know, done, did a little bit of embodied cognition study research like we have, you know, know, like how I just threw that. Love it. I just threw that term. (laughs) Super cool term. You could literally avoid litigation. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating. Here's the other thing that I was reading and listening to when I was getting ready for this show. There's this guy, Matt Boulay, and he is a posturologist. Oh my yes, yes, he is. <laughs> and there is a posturology research center in Montreal. So this idea of embodied cognition, 
it's a lot more prolific than I understood. Like, I get it that Amy Cuddy is kind of, she's it. She's the front end, yeah. which is so great that she's a yeah, woman. Yeah, rock on, and Go Harvard, fancy, all that business. But so what Matt Boulay says is that your posture actually affects how well you learn. It affects how the stress hormones work in your body. And he really just, his whole thing is you have to have good posture to effectively live in the world because the communication to your brain, your cerebellum and your frontal lobe is dramatically impacted by your posture. So it's not just power pose. It's like, you know, sit up straight, get your posture straight so that your body's like, we are ready to go. Is that like hormonal, like the signals in your spinal cord? There's, you're like removing the barriers. What's the, it is that you have less stress hormones. And when you sit up straight, when your posture, I should say your posture is good because he would, he would characterize it that way. So it's not just sitting. It's like when your posture, when so describe good posture to me. Okay. That's when, you know, when you, you're standing up straight, your spine is erect, your shoulders are back and down your back, right? And it's almost like I you squeeze your shoulder blades together. I remember watching this movie Hightower with this beautiful tall actress when I really learned how to stand up straight. It was like it was only like 3 or 4 years ago actually. And she brought her shoulder blades together. It was beautiful. So now I walk around with my shoulder blades down my back and together. I'm going to, I am going to start to do that. But you know, it's interesting having been a, um, <laughs> having been a tall woman and yeah. I, I, you have to have, have experienced oh, this too. Oh my gosh. I've been tall since sixth grade. I've been the same height since sixth grade, five, eight. Oh yeah. 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 Me too. Uh, five eleven in seventh grade. Yeah. Yeah, don't even get me started about the guy. Karina and I have been living in power poses since we were in seventh well, grade. Well, no, because honestly, in seventh grade at a high school yeah. dance, when the, one of the short guys asked me to slow dance and then brought a chair out Aww. to dance with me, Grady. Karina. It's Grady. Putts. <laughs> it's still, but at the same time, you know, like it's interesting to me that how the importance of posture and as women, especially as the taller you get, the more inclined we are to kind of to hunch, hunch over, to hunch, to hide. Oh, it. I bend my knees. Yeah, to I bend minimize. my knees and I like kick back on one hip and shrink it all down. Oh, totally. Yeah, sometimes I do that because I can't hear really <laughs> short people. Honest to God, but it is interesting. Like, so, <laughs> and so you, we love you, short people. I love you. I can't always hear darling. you. I can't Just hear darling. you. Well, and powerful, and 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 powerful, and, powerful mm-hmm. and strong. Mm-hmm. But I will say that that whole notion of as a woman, especially as a tall woman, that. Shoulders back, standing up straight, Come hands into on my your hips. full self. Yeah. Come into your full self. That that has such a tremendous impact mm-hmm. on my psyche. And yet as a woman, it's really kind of a difficult thing to, especially as a young woman, mm-hmm. that's not always an easy place no, to be. To get tall and big, it's not. Yeah, that whole posture thing um, was also intriguing to me when I saw Cuddy did another study. And I think it has to, had to do with posture. But she had... Uh, whole oh, this of, is her device study. Yeah, she had a whole bunch of people. Great study. Taking a look at either a really small, I think it was an i, I don't know, really an iPhone or something, phone, all the way up to a large screen computer. And so there were like four different, you know, groups of people with uh, relative range, size yeah, devices. Ra- yes, ranging size devices, and they got set up in the room, and and then they were told the researcher will be back within five minutes. You know, just hang tight. And then they waited to see what these people would do. Because the and, researcher did not come yes, back. Yes, exactly. And the researcher never came back and they waited to see what they just waited would and do. Waited. And the people who sat at the large screen, the largest device, 
within like five minutes got up and we were like, what's going on? Where, you know, hey, I'm supposed to wait. But the people who were hunched over, the small staring at the small little, never got up. So never changed. I don't know if it, I have to extrapolate that that was because of posture. It also could have been like they were just so, you know, focused on the thing down there in front of them. But oh, I, I don't know. No, you're kind of hunched over. And I think when you're in front of a big screen, you're up and you're big. You know, anybody who listens to this show knows that I am all about efficiency. Like, I want things to be quick, efficient, and I want to get her done. And one of the reasons I love this topic so much is because it's so efficient. It is moments to adjust your posture. It is moments to do a power pose. This is not like something that we have to like, you know, I don't know, spend a bunch of time learning how to do. No, this is not meditation for an hour every day. Which is good. I'm not knocking it. 10 minutes. Come on, 10 minutes. I'm not judging it. This is a body hack. I can't always do it. Here's the other thing that's really kind of funny. Speaking of body hacks, I know we're going to get to some more, but one of the things I've started doing, okay, when we started doing research for the show, I started noticing my body language in conversation. Absolutely. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. So start doing, you're going to start doing this too after you hear, you know, after you're listening to this. But I also noticed there is a lot of stuff that we can do that's not seen on the screen when I'm on a video call. Right? Absolutely. Even cro- like crossing your arms, I'm noticing, you can't tell if my arms are hanging beside no. my side. or You can't tell if I'm on my phone, really. No. You can't tell if I'm my legs I'm are not, crossed. I'm not, just to be clear. Not usually. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Clients who are listening. <laughs> you can tell if your my legs are crossed or not. I can get into power poses and nobody even needs to know mm-hmm. I'm doing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of power in this. Yeah, like you said, it doesn't it takes two seconds and a slight adjustment. And next thing you know. This episode has kind of like tuned me up because I have found that because we are in COVID, I am on the phone so much more. I mean, I'm on the phone more, certainly Zoom more, but the phone more. Nobody sees me on on the phone. So I got super lazy. And, you know, I sit on the brown couch. Everybody knows about the brown couch. I'm all like slouched into the brown couch, right? And when I was getting ready for this show and researching and thinking about what we should talk about, I was like, Kirsten, you got to giddy up here, girl. Yeah. Right? So I, you know, kind of, it was just really good for me too. That isn't, yeah. So, okay, same. So like lazy. I was lazy on my couch. I wonder if your clients were uh, picking up on that. Do you know what? I don't think, I'm going to double negative. I'm not going to do that. The answer is yes. I'm sure they were picking up on whether they thought I was tired or busy or something else. And, you know, we talked a little bit between us when we were planning this about our own kind of power pose. And yours was great because of course it's yours. I've seen it so many times. People who work with you see it so many times, which is like, I would never think to do this, by the way. So she is at her desk. She has kicked her feet up on her desk. She's leaning back in her chair and her arms are behind her head and she's all like back, right? That is kind of Karina's big power pose. And it also communicates I'm so comfortable being so relaxed, yeah, right? And there's a lot of power in being that comfortable. Well, first of all, I wear skirts a lot to work and there is no way my legs are going up on my desk with my three inch heels. It's just not happening. I mean, I'm just like, I'm not even doing that. But when I've noticed that when I start to fatigue or become tired, I engage all of my active listening abilities. I lean forward, I tilt my head, I gesture with my hands or my head. And so I realized that that is my body talk. Like I talk to myself Mm -hmm. in order to engage myself more with my listener. So I'm a better listener. 
Yes. Okay. Which is kind of body hack. Perfect segue into these other body hacks. Mm -hmm. I just I don't know that I really have that kind of a power pose, Karina. I need to get me. You do need one of those kick-ass power poses. I, you know, I read or saw that TED talk years and years ago, and it struck with me because that you know, feet up on the desk, hands behind your head, lean back is the ultimate power pose, and. And it was brought to my attention because that's my natural state. I know. That's just really how I like to move, move through the world. Yeah. Incidentally, another one is when you're sitting in, and I've told a lot of women clients this too. When you go into that meeting, you don't make yourself small. No, you take up space. You hook your arms, arms around, behind the chair. Or around the arms of the chair. Around, Yeah, exactly. You puff out your chest. You, oh, I love straightening your legs. Like, don't sit there with your knees crossed. Straighten your legs. Straighten your legs and lean back. Just take back. up all the take space. Take up all See, the space. This is why someone thinks you're playing footsie with them, Karina. No, that's why. Because your feet are all cranked out under the table. This is why people think I'm a badass. <laughs> <laughs> you are a badass, my friend. Okay, other body. We do all have to take lessons on your badasses with your body. <laughs> Well, I, it's come a long way. You know, I, I told you this uh, before, but in the last couple of years, I got comfortable with three inch heels. Mm -hmm. And I not not because I'm particularly overly feminine, but because I really like being six one. I just really like being six foot one when I'm walking around. You know what I mean? Yes. In a crowd. Which is an entirely different experience than when you were in seventh grade. It's a t yes, exactly. And this okay. is about, this is the great thing about maturation. Yes. Right? Okay, so let's talk about some other body hacks, which I just love, in addition to the power pose or to me with my active listening when I'm really wanting to be engaged with a client. So here's one that I love. I love this one. It fits me for so many reasons. Do you love it? Love it. Love it. Love it. If you want to inspire innovation and creativity in yourself, lie down. Lay down. <laughs> Lay yourself down or lie down, as my grammatically correct mother would say. Thanks, mom. Thanks. Lie down, and it really will create more ability for your brain to be innovative and creative, which I just love. I mean, you think about all of the writers lounging on their chaise, you know, and you think, of course, of course they were. Yeah, or at the psychiatrist's office. And you got that uh, lie down tip mm -hmm. from a great article mm -hmm. that we will post along with our show notes uh, by Jeff Hayden called Science Says These 11 Body Language Secrets Will Make You More Successful, published in Inc. I -N Thank you for bringing us back to our source, Karina. Yeah, you're welcome. I love that one. It is interesting. I've often thought, I get good ideas when I lie down at, in the evening. And I often thought mm -hmm. it was just because I was relaxing I think that's part of it. I think you do relax. I think it's a great one. Okay, how about another one, which is when you're feeling stressed, just smile. Mm -hmm. Just smile. Yeah. In fact, uh, studies show that even if you fake it, mm -hmm. you know, if you put a pen, I'm not suggesting you do this, but if you put a pencil in between your teeth, teeth and, you know, don't touch it with your lips, it actually triggers the same hormones as smiling does, makes you feel happier. And I forget, it'll be on our, it'll be in the articles that we post, but there was a study that people that grabbed a pen with their lips, like straight across versus with their teeth reported afterwards that they were less happy than those who had grabbed it with their teeth and created like activated those smiling muscles in their face. Oh my, yeah. yeah. So you can trick your body, mm -hmm. even if you don't feel it, you know, fake it till you make it as you know. One of them I liked was the um, arms crossed. Yes. And because it kind of takes that back, right? We know crossing your arms isn't good when someone else is looking at you. But if you want to stick to a problem, if you want to show some determination and some persistence, and some persistence, mm -hmm. uh, studies show that crossing your arms can really help uh, calm you down and focus on the problem. 
It can also calm you down if you're feeling anxious or stressed, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think that is kind of comforting. It's almost like blanket. It's cozy in. It gives yourself a little, yeah, little something. Little something. Yeah. Okay. What about tensing your muscles? Did you see that? One? I love this one. Tensing your muscles is great to help you stay focused when you're hearing negative information. So if you're on the phone and or Zoom and there's hard information, some you can, you know, grasp, clasp your hands, squeeze your hands tight, squeeze your muscles, you know, tighten your abs, all of those things. And what's so, I'm sorry, you said abs, because I was thinking glutes, and then you said abs, and I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to say ass. But no, no, I said abs, my rock solid abs, of course. But what I like about this, these little cheats or hacks, is that when you are at your desk, and there are things happening at work, it just takes two seconds to smile, you know, clench your pen in your teeth, flex your <laughs> flex your muscles, stand up and yeah. do a power pose. It's like you can start to shift. And I will sometimes use these kinds of things when I start going down the rabbit hole or the drain of despair. Oh, really? Yes. If I start to feel myself getting sad, I will do some of these things. This was gross though. One of the things in the 11 body hacks was if you want to feel happy, chew gum. Oh my God. Both no. of us are like, look. Yeah, no, I'm not going to recommend it. I mean, gum is fine. Smackety smack. I don't know though. I have not, I'm not a real big, strong um, advocate of gum chewing. No. Okay. I did also like how to diffuse conflict because, and when I was thinking about this, I was thinking, well, conflict is usually with another person. Are we talking about how they're perceiving us or how we're perceiving Mm -hmm. ourselves? Mm -hmm. But what I read was that if you're in a situation that does feel like it's rife with conflict, where there's some, you know, obviously with another person, but some potential back and forth, rather than facing the person head on, you can diffuse the conflict in your own mind by just slightly tilting your body and kind of approaching them from an obtuse angle which I've started doing. I've actually started doing this one with in relation to my computer screen. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's really kind of funny to you have- Just swivel your chair a I bit just, to the right yeah, or left. I, and I'm also standing. I've modified my uh, work situation so 90% of the time I'm standing, even in Zoom meetings. Oh, nice. Yeah, and people don't know I'm doing the power pose while I'm talking to them mm-hmm. and, you know, slightly shifting, mm-hmm. chewing gum. Mm-hmm. Not, not chewing, chewing gum. gum. I am not chewing gum. Yeah. Anyway. So what else? What else? Okay. Obviously, this is another one that came from the article. I think this one came from the article. When you want to feel, and I, I think I said this in the beginning too, it's always good to see somebody else say it. Leaning in makes you feel more engaged and care more. Yeah. So you can actually create in yourself more engagement by just leaning in a bit. So, and it's funny because the opposite of that is the, you know, is mm-hmm. the lean back, mm-hmm. get casual mm-hmm. thing that I had already suggested. Mm-hmm. And so leaning in does what? Leaning in makes you feel more engaged, care more. You care more. Uh-huh. Fascinating, huh? Yeah. So if you want to come across as like, you know, sort of like, which is so interesting because, sort of, of course, I do want to care more. Right. You do want to care more in your job. And of course, every I do too. But sometimes there's some power in, you know, kind of being, being aloof, more aloof and mm-hmm. being a little bit more, you know, casual and also strong in strength. And it seems like those two are pretty counter to one another. And now that I'm thinking about it, 
That makes sense. It does make sense. Here's another one. Tilt your head forward. Yeah. If you want to feel more comfortable, if you're feeling uncomfortable, you want to feel more comfortable, just tilt your head forward. So these are some really great things that you can try when you're in a not ideal situation or mood at work. Yeah. Final one which doesn't really have to do with changing your mood, but it has to do with changing how you retain information. And that is using your hands. Oh, so yeah. Research shows that look at Karina. You just pulled this amazing one right out of the bag at the end of the show. Very nice. Thank you. It's because I'm standing here with my hands on my hips. You're so powerful. (laughs) Your brain is your posture. So good. Your brain is just on all cylinders. But so use your hands. I don't know if I can't remember the, there was a movie, uh, Leah and the bee, I think it was. Mm Mm-hmm. If you've seen it, you've seen her practice spelling and she counts it out. She uses her hand against her uh, thigh. thigh. And studies with children, especially around information retention, shows that gesturing kind of has a plays a casual role in learning, gives your body something else to anchor the information to. So so hack your body. Try people. that one on for size. Yeah, get out there and figure out what you can do with your body to make your experience just all the more better because that's what we want. Don't forget, Karina and Kirsten get to work. We want ease, meaning, and joy, and lots of it. And lo- we forgot to say that at the beginning. That's why I'm saying it now. We're slipping. We're slipping, ease, meaning, and joy, and this is a way to get there. There it is. Just this cut is. yourself a little slack. Give yourself a little break. It's And, of course, efficient. Absolutely. And, you know, I have to say in my just kind of final pep talk in all of this, And I really do believe this This is just near and dear to my heart. And that is, I want all women to embody that kind of power and strength Yeah, that comes from standing up straight, shoulders back, being as big as you want to be in a room, standing as tall as you can. Filling up your whole self in every regard. Absolutely. And not... Uh, shying away from taking up that space. Mm -hmm. It does, it makes you feel better and it positions you in the room in a place where you get to choose how you're perceived. We don't all have to be pigeonholed into this yeah, none of us, none of us need to be pigeonholed into crossing our legs, folding into a chair and being small and taking the seat at the back of the table. Yeah. So kick your feet up, Put yeah. your arms behind your head, lean back, give yourself a little Karina pose, try it on for size. I think you're going to love it. Own it, sister. Thank you so much for listening. This is always such a blast, Kirsten. Thanks, Karina. Thanks for working. Take care. Get big. We'll talk about mom bias in two weeks. Bye. Karina and Kirsten Get to Work is recorded and produced by yours truly, Karina Hoyer and Kirsten Barron. Find all of our episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on our website, or email us at yougettowork at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 